Are you ready to buy or sell your home? The Jim Allen Group is a nationally recognized and award-winning real estate team in the Triangle, dedicated to providing exceptional service to meet your needs. With the latest insights and expert market knowledge, they'll make your home buying and selling journey as smooth as possible. Don't wait. Head over to JimAllen.com and start your next move today. That's JimAllen.com. The Jim Allen Group, your partner in real estate. Live from WRAL News Headquarters in Raleigh, your number one source for local news. WRAL News, coverage you can count on. As you get ready to head out tonight, you may want to grab that umbrella before you walk out the door. The dual Doppler 5000 is showing rain moving through the region right now. Good evening and thanks for joining us tonight. I'm Julian Grace. This right here is a live picture of Goldsboro. You can see damp roads and dark skies right there. Let's bring in someone who can talk all about it. Meteorologist Anthony Baglione has spent the day tracking this system from the WRL Severe Weather Center. And Anthony, how much longer will the soggy weather stick around? Uh, that's the big question, Julian. Most of this is on the way out, but certainly this evening it's definitely a soggy one. Temperatures are fairly chilly. You will want to have that umbrella handy over the next couple of hours, but you can kind of see the back edge of this rainfall. All of this is going to start to push out as we head into tonight and by tomorrow morning, even probably by midnight, most of us are going to be sitting good to go here this evening. This is what we're looking at right now, though. There is kind of a thin band just around the city of Raleigh, stretching off toward the east to the west of Wilson is where we're seeing that band right now. Clayton, Smithfield, I-95, going to be a wet drive down to our south. Andrew, you can see some of those showers still in your area. No lightning, no severe storms expected. It's just that kind of getting your bones chilly atmosphere, the rain that we're seeing out there right now. Sanford, still a few light showers. Fayetteville also in your area. But you notice we're going to start to see this push out over the next little while. There is Futurecast. We keep the cloud cover with us. I don't think we will see much in the way of clear skies for us tonight, but there is early tomorrow morning. We head into our six, seven o'clock hour when we're waking up here on our Sunday. Looking good. It will be mostly cloudy throughout the day. I think we'll see maybe a few peaks of sunshine into the afternoon, but for the most part, the cloud cover will stick with us tomorrow. No rain though expected. You see how nice and dry it is for our Sunday. We have a fairly dry start to the week, but Julian, we are tracking another system that could bring even some better rain chances maybe some thunderstorms. I'll show you when that arrives here in a few minutes. All right, thank you, Anthony. Well, you can track the weather in your area minute by minute using the WRL weather app. It's free to download on Google Play and the Apple App Store. Now let's go to some breaking news. Police say a person was stabbed on a Go Raleigh transit bus. WRL's Leslie Moreno joins us live from downtown Raleigh right now. And Leslie, police are still looking for the person responsible, right? That's right. The stabbing happened just after one this afternoon, right across the street, a very busy area here. If you look closely, you can see that bus stop there. The scene has cleared, as you can see, and buses are back to normal schedule now. Officials tell us that stabbing happened on a Go Raleigh bus while it was traveling outbound on South Wilmington. EMS rushed the victim to the hospital with non-life-threatening injuries, and Wake County Sheriff's deputies could be seen walking around here with canine, uh, gathering evidence and talking to witnesses, anyone who was in the area when this happened. Raleigh police tell us they do not have a suspect in custody at this time. Again, one person is currently in the hospital as a result of this stabbing. We've reached out for more information. We'll update you both on air and online.
Julian. The investigation continues. Leslie Moreno reporting live in Raleigh tonight. Thank you. Millburg Magnet High School in Raleigh had extra security at its basketball game today. That's after a student from another school brought a loaded AR-15 semi-automatic rifle to a game on Thursday. Fans were only able to carry clear bags to this afternoon's playoff game against Jordan High School and had to unzip all jackets and coats. We spoke with one person in the crowd and asked her if she felt safe today. For the most part, I do. I mean, I wouldn't have come here if I didn't feel safe enough. Um, the extra security makes you think twice a little bit, but also is reassuring knowing that they're taking extra precautions. As for the game, Jordan won today's playoff game 85 to 80. As for the student who brought the rifle to Millbrook's Thursday game, a juvenile petition and custody order have been granted against him. Jordan High is also reeling from concerns about guns after investigators say a 14-year-old brought one to campus on yesterday. A crash involving three vehicles in Durham has been tying up traffic on I-40. Look at this here. This happened near the Fayetteville Road exit this afternoon. The crash caused major backups in the westbound lanes. It was raining at the time, but we don't know if weather was a factor. At least two vehicles appeared badly damaged. We're still working to learn the cause and whether there were any injuries. We have new information about a deadly crash near Holly Springs. We first reported as breaking news this morning. We now know who troopers arrested in connection with that crash and the charges he faces. 29-year-old Elton Mendoza Cervante of Fuquay Verena faces felony death by vehicle and DWI charges. He's in jail under a $50,000 bond with a first court appearance on Monday. Video from the WRL breaking news tracker showed a car overturned near Piney Grove, Wilbon Road and Rouse Road this morning. Troopers say a black SUV crossed into the wrong lane and right into the silver car, killing the driver. We're still working to learn the name of the person who died. A fiery crash in Durham left a woman dead and two people hurt, including a baby. In this video, you can see an SUV in flames on Old Oxford Highway at around 6.30 last night. This is video from a viewer. Investigators tell us that SUV hit a box truck head on. The driver of the SUV died. Her name has not yet been released. The baby in the car, as well as the driver of the box truck, were taken to the hospital. They're expected to survive. Investigators believe speed was a factor in the crash. We're still waiting for police to release more details surrounding an officer-involved shooting. Police in Wallace say it happened last night in a parking lot at 11, around 11 o'clock last night, we're told. Wallace is a town about 90 minutes southeast of Raleigh on the Duplin-Pender County line. Per standard procedure, the State Bureau of Investigation is looking into what happened. New tonight, one person was taken to the hospital after a fire in Chapel Hill. Firefighters say they responded to a reported apartment fire on Flemington Road at 326 this afternoon. Investigators say the sprinkler system put the fire out and likely prevented further damage. However, one person who was inside the affected apartment was taken to the hospital. The cause of the fire is still under investigation. We are making additional calls to find out what happened. Well, when the pandemic forced restaurants to close or cut back, many workers never returned. That is why the hospitality industry continues to struggle today. But a new grant might get people back on the job. WRL's Adam Owens shows us how it works. Things are, are, have slowly um, gotten better. But there is still some ways to go. Jason Smith owns two restaurants, Cantina 18 in Raleigh and Harvest 18 in Durham. He had hoped to open a third. There's no chance I would even try to go down that road right now. 
He is dealing with supply chain issues and inflation. And of course, the staffing crisis, it feels like it's kind of set in and a little bit here to stay. Many workers left the restaurant industry during the pandemic. They took other jobs and some have not returned. In better times, Smith would interview a couple qualified job candidates a month. Now I might have one every four to six months. Businesses are still struggling across the state. Lynn Mingus is with the North Carolina Restaurant and Lodging Association. We need many more workers. There are some estimates that would say we need as many as 30 or 40,000 workers to meet the current demands. To apply, simply go to ncrla.training. The NCRLA is working with the North Carolina Department of Commerce to offer a hospitality workforce training program. They'll learn best practices for operating a restaurant. Among other important skills, the program is funded by a $1.1 million grant. It provides free courses and certifications to get people into the restaurant, hotel, and hospitality business in North Carolina. Menges tells me some of the courses are as little as a half hour long. So that they're ready to hit the ground running on day one. Those who are interested in gaining these skills can get started by getting online. So the grant is going to, I think, make it feasible for more people to get back into the industry. Adam Owens, WRAL News. Here's more. The money for the training program comes from the U.S. Economic Development Administration and the American Rescue Plan. If you are interested, you can learn more right now by going to ncrla.org training. Duke University's Board of Trustees approved a tuition hike for the next academic year. Undergraduate tuition will be $63,450. That's a 4.9% increase. Room, board, and required fees for student health, recreation, and activities and services will be about $19,813. Making the total cost of attendance for undergraduates $83,263. Currently, 50% of Duke undergraduate students receive some form of financial assistance. <laughs> The future of sports betting, gun control, and what the state will use on your tax dollars is the topic of Saturday's On the Record. WRL's Colin Browder sits down with members of our NC Capital team to explain what lawmakers could pass and what might not make it to the governor's desk. Watch On the Record tonight at 7 o'clock. Smoke alarms save lives. That's the message Raleigh firefighters are hammering home tonight. Coming up, the new program that's working to install smoke detectors in homes. And the show must go on. The parade participants who celebrated despite the wet weather. And as we head into the break, a live look at Top of the Hill in Chapel Hill tonight. Rain continues to push through the area. Meteorologist Anthony Bacleone will time out when it will stop coming up. You are taking a live look at Clinton there. Dark skies and wet roads. Anthony will join us in just a few moments to talk all about it. Well, welcome back once again. Today, the Raleigh Fire Department teamed up with the American Red Cross and Firehouse Subs to raise awareness about the importance of working smoke detectors. Fire alarm, firefighters and volunteers spent time this morning in the Stony Brook North community. They installed fire alarms and spoke to community members about how being prepared can save lives. And one of the contributing factors, if you were to have a fire to be safe, is having working smoke alarms. In those homes, we found that not having working smoke alarms was a contributing factor for folks losing their lives. So by going out into these communities today, uh, we're increasing the possibility of someone surviving a fire by 50% by having working smoke alarms. Because you only have a very short amount of time to get out of your home if you were to have a fire. 
spreading awareness. The next installation event is scheduled for March 18th. To learn more, visit the campaign page. And in drizzling rain, Smithfield held their annual Martin Luther King Jr. Parade today. It was a small crowd of spectators, but what they lacked in numbers, they made up for in support as they waved to the enthusiastic group of marchers, dancers, and drivers who traveled the four-block route down, down Market Street, which is Smithfield's main downtown roadway. What do you what do you like about this parade? Everything. It means a lot because it brings back all the past and the history that we've been through and where he bought us from. But we don't need to stand in the back in the back. We still need to move forward. So that's what I'm determined to do is move forward. This parade kind of lets us keep him in the spotlight because what he said back then in in the 60s before his death was just as just as valuable today as it was then and much needed. Look at all of that. The perseverance right there in the rain, still out there. Let's make sure we get out there next year and celebrate with them. This was Smithfield's fifth annual Martin Luther King Jr. Parade. Coming up later, Saturday Night Live returns for an all-new episode. Woody Harrelson is returning to host for the fifth time. Tonight's musical guest is Jack Black. SNL airs at 11.30 right after our 11 o'clock news. Five times for Woody. Keep going. Anthony, this rain is not going anywhere right now. No, it's sticking with us here probably over the next like hour or two, Julian, and it's certainly been just inconvenient. I walked it outside this been. afternoon. It was like one of those afternoons you just wanted to be inside, not really out and about here in, in the elements with some of this shower activity pushing through. We are starting to see this wrap up, though. That's the good news. You can see the rainfall here over the past about four to five hours or so, generally pushing to the southeast. And we're going to continue to watch a shower or two here, probably over the next hour or two before it starts to wrap up. Here's where we sit right now on current dual Doppler 5000. Let's get you kind of an idea of what's going on. Raleigh, for the most part, Durham as well, looking fairly dry. Of course, there's still maybe a few light sprinkles out there, but the bulk of the rainfall that is currently falling fairly heavily from Clayton, right where the radar is at this point, there's a cell moving toward Wilson in your direction. Smithfield, I-95 also looking pretty wet. And we head down to the south, a few breaks near Fayetteville, Dunn, Goldsboro, Selma. That big batch right there is going to continue to head to the south in places like Kinston toward eastern North Carolina at this point. Here's where we sit currently right now in Chapel Hill. This is from Top of the Hill Restaurant. You can see the roads are damp. Definitely the cars moving along smoothly, but just take it slow if you encounter some of those showers here this evening. Futurecast is doing a great job of showing that rainfall activity pushing out probably by the next, like I said, a couple of hours. I think by 7 to 8 o'clock or so, we're going to start to see a really dry forecast. Tonight, no rainfall expected. We do keep the cloud cover with us. I don't think we're going to see much of this break up in the way of sunshine or anything like that into our sun. Day. I think it will be mostly cloudy here throughout the day, but you notice there are just a few peaks potentially of some sunshine working through. Otherwise, it's a dry forecast. Tomorrow will be warmer. It should be a pretty nice end to the weekend. Maybe a little bit breezy, but for the most part, not too, too bad. Those clouds, though, kind of that's going to be the theme for us tomorrow. We'll see them sticking with us here throughout the day. Temperatures, that's our story this evening as well. Besides the rain, 40 degrees in South Hill, Virginia. We're at 48 in Clinton, 45 right now in Goldsboro. 48 degrees, a chilly 48 there in Raleigh with that rain. We're going to see temperatures, like I said, warmer tomorrow. It will start off still fairly chilly. 44 here in Raleigh, upper 30s to the north. 46 there in Clinton heading into tomorrow morning.
Tomorrow during the day itself, most of us in the upper 60s. That's going to start our climb here back to warmer temperatures. And so we've kind of done the roller coaster of the 80s, the record setting 80s last week, the cooler temperatures today. But then look where we're headed. Overall, a fairly consistent, steady forecast into most of next week. We see highs tomorrow at 66, 75 on Monday. We may see a few light showers during the day on Monday itself and into Monday night. That will be a fairly minimal event. I don't see much rainfall for that one. 76 on Tuesday looking beautiful. Head outside Tuesday and most of the day on Wednesday, but watch what happens here into Thursday, even Wednesday night. We start to introduce some of those rain chances. And at this point, with temperatures in the mid to upper 70s, there could even be a few thunderstorms join here as we head into Wednesday night and Thursday. We'll keep watching that closely, but certainly here tomorrow looking a whole lot better than today. All right, thank you, Anthony. Casey, let's talk basketball. Yeah, we had a whole lot of everything going on today. I'm calling it Super Saturday in the Triangle because first we'll have some hockey tonight. Then we got UNC Duke all in action, but the day got off to a bumpy start with NC State. Definitely humble experience, you know. How Clemson came in and spoiled the pack senior day in a big way. Next. A 14-point loss to Clemson back in November, excuse me, December, felt like a turning point for NC State, winning eight of the next nine. Now, they've solidified themselves as a tournament team, but today on Senior Day, no less, it was a chance for the Pack to get back some sweet revenge against the Tigers with a little something extra on the line. A top-four spot in the ACC, which mean, would mean a double-by come conference tournament time. Let's get you out to PNC Arena. Kevin Keats has had his team pretty immune from letdown spots, but didn't like how this one started. Clemson on fire from the outside in the first half. P.J. Hall, he's going to knock down one. And then check out Brevin Galloway. A three and the foul, plus a technical on Keats. This was all in the first few minutes, and it was 19-6. Clemson to start. State, though, trying to refocus. Check out the ball movement here. The extra pass. Is a great passer. Quavion Smith, the three. Smith finishes just 10 points. It was 54-29. Clemson at the half. NC State fought and fed big man DJ Burns to the end in this one. Team I, 24 points for DJ. But Clemson had answers for every single pack run. Ian Scheiflin, the Duncan transition. Just not the Wolfpack's day. 96-71, the final. State finishes 15-2 on home court this season. We've had a great year, and if, you know, I didn't declare that we were going to win a national championship after we played well early this year, too, so I'm never going to declare that the season's over. We had a, it's a tough game. I don't, you know, I don't like it. Uh, I'm sure they don't like it, and I'm glad they feel that way, but, you know, we have to move past it, and we got to figure it out. You know, that's what it is. You don't, you know, one thing I will say about this team, we haven't gotten too high or too low. And, you know, we've been able to look at the game for what they are, and we had to figure it out. And Clemson was better than us today. That's just, they were better than us. Definitely humble experience, you know. Um, Clemson's a really good team. And, man, it shows you when we're not locked in, we can get beat. You know, any team can get beat. So, man, we got to go watch them and learn from it. I just bounce back, you know, come back with some grit, come back with some intensity. Uh, yeah, just bounce back. We've got a big one in Chapel Hill, just underway North Carolina with a huge opportunity against number six, Virginia. Right now, this one is 18-10 in favor of the Tar Heels. Pat Welter, while well before recap coming up tonight at 10 and 11.
Duke is rounding into form with three games left and on a three-game winning streak. Tonight, the Blue Devils looking for a bit of a revenge against Virginia Tech. Blue Devils lost by three a month ago when Hunter Couture hit five of the Hokies' ten three-pointers while big man Grant Basile dominated down low for 24. John Shire says defense will be the factor tonight. For us, it's, it's really staying true to who we are as a team, and we want to defend the three-point line, of course. They're going to make some threes is what they do, uh, but can't give up layups. You know, you can't give up layups and win big games. And so for us, building our identity, that's something we've talked about. We need to continue to do, even if it's a team that shoots a lot of threes like a Virginia Tech. Take a look at some of the other scores. Radford holds off Campbell 67-65 in regular season finale action. And NC Central clinging to a three-point lead over Howard at last check late in the second half. Women's hoops, Jock Curtis and the Shaw Lady Bears playing in the CIAA title game, taking on Elizabeth City State. That's Tanisha Lewis of Southwest Edgecombe and NC State fame. Her Vikings led from start to finish. The Bears' as Brittany Seymour would have a great tournament. She led Shaw with nine points in this one, but the deficit just too big. Syrian Pitts of Fuquay Verena for two. She finishes with eight in Elizabeth City State, 55-40. They win it CIAA champions. Well, check this out. This is what it looks like when the changeover crew goes to work after a state basketball game getting ready for tonight's Hurricanes game. Boy, these guys kill it. Just two hours and some change to go from hardwood to the ice. Now, the Canes on the second of a back-to-back hosting Anaheim. Carolina extended its win streak to five games after a 4-0 shutout last night over Ottawa. Hurricanes are one win away from sweeping a five-game homestand for just the second time in franchise history. And finally, tonight, yes, you are looking at snow at Ottawa. Club Speedway in Fontana. For those unaware, that's in Southern Cal. Cup Series qualifying and practice canceled today. Weather looks a little bit more promising tomorrow, Julian, but it's crazy to see snow falling in Southern Cal. It's just outside of Los Angeles. Yeah, I want no parts of that. Thank you, Casey, and thanks for joining us tonight. Next on NBC Nightly News, the dangerous weather moving east after slamming the West Coast. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.